Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Know Your Neighbors podcast with Nexpert, the show where we talk to community members across the U.S. to see what it's really like to live in their town and what you should know before purchasing a home there. Today, we're talking to a longtime real estate agent in the Napa Valley. Sharon, could you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, Ryan. Thank you so much for inviting me to be part of your podcast. My name is Sharon. I live in Napa, California, commonly called the Napa Valley. I sold real estate for 23 years and still active in real estate. And I love it. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear. Um, So I, I heard that you've been a real estate agent for quite some time and lived in Napa Valley also for even longer. Um, how, how has Napa changed since you moved there? Well, when we moved here in 1979, there was one street light on one of the main streets of Napa. There are now eight stop signs on that same street. And uh, of course, um, we have more people living here. And we have more homes, and um, it's a hustling, bustle little town of lots of activity and visitors. That's awesome. It sounds like it's really grown up. Um, you know, with, with all those things to do, is there anything that um, you think potential buyers should check out? Well, of course, all the dining spots. We have world-class dining throughout Napa. Yountville, Rutherford, St. Helena, all the way up to Calistoga, but also the wineries. And if you don't drink wine, it's still fun to go visit a winery to see all their gardens. Um, We have a fair that goes on. We have street uh, shows down on Main Street, uh, car shows and chef's markets and uh, farmer's markets. There's lots to do. Are there any places that you like to visit frequently that maybe, you know, a local might know about, but um, other people, just tourists might not hear so much about? Well, there's a little restaurant in Yountville called Chichio's. It's in the old market in Yountville on Madison and Washington. And it's a very non-assuming, quiet looking, older building. And if you're lucky enough to get in there, um, you will have the best wood fire pizza and Italian food that you can imagine. Oh, now I'm hungry. Um, so, <laughs> you know, that, and that's great because it's, I think it is really important for people to come out and see, you know, not only what they might do as a tourist and when they have an entirely free weekend and maybe a higher spending budget than typical, but, you know, those typical everyday things, um, or just going out to lunch or dinner at Chichio's with a friend. Just great to hear about. Um, yeah. you know, and then the other thing I was kind of curious about, cause you did touch on a lot of things that people can do in the area. We talk with a lot of people who are, you know, maybe moving towards retirement or work from home so they can truly move anywhere in the U S why might Napa be a better place for them than somewhere else? Well, I think uh, with focusing on retirement people, I think of traveling. We're close to San Francisco International Airport, Oakland Airport, and Sacramento. And also there is a smaller airport in uh, Santa Rosa, the Charles Schultz Airport. 
And from there, you can get to all little tiny towns all over the U.S., but also um, coming here for work where you could live somewhere else. If you're having to work at home, that's great, but you're going to have to take a break. And you've got beautiful valleys of vineyards, hillsides on either side, and uh, world-class dining. So why wouldn't you want to come here? Hey, you can have a little vacation every weekend, it sounds like. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, kind of drawing on your, your great experience as a real estate agent, I do have a couple of quick questions there. Um, so obviously the current market is kind of crazy. Do you have any advice for people who are maybe entering the market for the first time, some first time home buyers who aren't really sure what to do? Well, I'll tell you something. I think one of the most important things is to find an experienced realtor been in business for a while with some education that is full-time and lives in the area because they will know this market best of all. Um, Also, I think being uh, connected with that realtor and letting that person guide you to the different spots that you've sort of said to them, I want a three bedroom, two bath home, uh, two story, this and that, and let that person guide them to the general areas. I used to like to put a person in my car and we would just completely circle Napa Valley or Napa, the city of Napa and into the countryside, showing them different houses, different locations within their price range. And I think that's important to uh, become familiar, trust your realtor, and let them guide you through this market. That's awesome. Um, and I know, I know one thing too. You know, working with you personally, you you do put in that extra effort to build that trust with your clients. You you truly care about your clients. Um, for someone who's going through the home buying process right now, what are signs that they're working with a good agent, and how are ways that they can work on building that trust? Well, I think signs that you're working with a good uh, realtor would be um, their education and their longevity and how they approach you as a buyer. Uh, It's serious business. It's um, not one of those things that you sort of laugh a lot. We're going to go see this house and no yuck. I don't like the carpet. It's a matter of uh, letting that agent or realtor assess you and then have that person show you different properties that might meet your requirement and then stopping the whole process and saying, okay, out of the last five homes or out of the five homes you saw today, tell me the number one pick. And once you've established that number one pick, that agent will be able to broaden that reach within that guideline. So ask questions of your realtor. Ask them where they're going to be showing you uh, property and why this area versus this area. In Napa, we have to deal with... um, watershed districts, we have to deal with agricultural, we have to deal with flood districts. And so you need to ask questions about all kinds of different aspects that will affect that home. 
that did raise one more kind of interesting question for me because I know you mentioned, you know, taking your clients to a couple of homes a day and saying, you know, what was your number one? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe looking outside your comfort zone. If So the one thing I, I do wonder about is we get a lot of clients who they're almost inundated with listings. They're They're looking at tons and tons and tons of homes online, maybe ones that their agents are sending them. Um, do you think that's helpful or is it a good idea to just kind of take your time? Um, is there a point where you're looking at too many listings? I just, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Okay. I, uh, dealt with a lot of, uh, younger people, um, buyers coming in for the first time and they'd have a giant list of houses they want to see. And we would sit down and we would assess what they're, what they're telling me they wanted. And then I would go and look at the houses that they brought in and I'd say, well, this house here is in a flood zone. Do you mind wet feet? And inevitably they would say, no, I don't really want wet feet. And I says, okay, well then let's not go see that one. I don't think you get the full picture looking online. I think it's a good idea. I mean, you get an idea, boy, I love this floor plan. And you start narrowing down your search. You know, you start with this broad internet search and you narrow it down once you meet your realtor because she or he will assess the different areas and explain those areas to you. So sometimes I don't think the internet is all that good, but I think it can be helpful sometimes. I love that. Um, you know, do you like what Pete? That's that's awesome. Um and then I guess, you know, just two more questions for you. You know, I, I know some people are more than a year out and they, they're excited to start looking at homes, whereas some people don't really start, you know, viewing homes until three months before. Is there a good time in someone's time frame to actually start looking? I think once you've made up your mind to start looking, number one step would be to meet with a lender or a bank. Um, And I always used to assess the difference between a a lender, uh, a mortgage broker has a broader arrangement of different types of loan they can offer. Whereas a bank has a smaller portfolio of loans that they can offer. So I always used to put my people in with uh, a mortgage broker and um, They can assess their ability to buy and their price range. Even though a person might be approved for a home, say up to 450,000, their comfort level might be down a little bit. So I think number one is meet with a lender, get yourself pre-approved, decide what you would like in a home, but also don't consider the first home that you buy to be your forever home. Rarely does that happen. And I've seen people buy a two bedroom, one bath and turn it into a four bedroom, three bath home. And it's the oddest looking thing. So consider buying a house that might be a little smaller for you or in your comfort range and then consider moving up because you can build equity 
in the first purchase and you take that equity into the second and then the third. That is really solid advice. Um, is there anything else, you know, you'd want home buyers right now to know that might be helpful for them? Um, don't get discouraged. I know the interest rates are going up. Um, I think at this point they're about 6%. Uh, when my husband and I bought our home, the interest rates were 11%. And we ended up doing a major construction. And then when we refinanced, the interest rate was 13%. We made it through. Um, at this point, you still get the interest rate deduction against your income taxes. Uh, hopefully that won't go away. So, you know, don't be afraid of 6% interest. Uh, if you can put down a little more that might buy the interest rate down, if they still do that. Um, but don't, don't let the 6% interest scare you. It's really not that bad. That's great advice as well. And thank you for sharing your, your experience with that. Cause I think, you know, a lot of, especially first time home buyers, there's so much information out there. There's a lack of, you know, Hey, here's what I experienced going through a similar thing and, you know, you can get through it, but be wise, you know, talk to your lender, figure things out for yourself. Um, and then, you know, is there, you know, anything else you want to add in general or maybe about Napa? Well, I think one other thing I'd like to say, and this is about the general rule of thumb of buying a home. A lot of people are saying cash is king when they're talking to a seller. But to a seller, once escrow closes, it's always cash. They get a check or they get a check if the buyer puts down all cash. Um, and there are some wonderful kids out there wanting to buy homes that don't have mega bucks to put down, but they're good people and a loan would be great and it would give them a leg up to let them in. Um, Napa Valley is absolutely a shining star. I, I would absolutely agree with that. And all the time I've spent there is really a beautiful place to be. Um, but yeah, Sharon, thank you so much for all of the knowledge that you shared with us today about Napa and just, you know, helps, uh, helpful tips for home buyers. Um, I really appreciate it. Well, you're very welcome. And I think another thing I'd like to say is sometimes you adopt your clients. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does, that does happen sometimes. It sure does. <laughs> well, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate being part of your podcast. Thank you again for tuning in to Know Your Neighbors with Nextbird. We help our clients figure out where they should move based off of things like commute times, home budget, school ratings, access to various amenities such as golf courses, beaches, and much, much more. If you want us to help you figure out where you should live, book a free consultation at nextbird.com.